Welcome to the Successful Women's Mindset Podcast with Galit Ventura-Rosen, multi-award-winning entrepreneur, business success mentor, professional speaker, and broker owner of Commercial Professionals. Get ready for 15 minutes of inspiration, motivation, and real stories and tips to have the successful mindset to match the success you desire and deserve. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Successful Woman's Mindset. My name is Galit Ventura-Rosen, and I am excited today to have another amazing author from the collaborating book that we're doing together called The Successful Woman's Mindset, 21 Journeys to Success. Today, I'm excited to have Ariel with me. Welcome, Ariel. Hi, Galit. (laughs) Nice to be with you. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. I'm excited (laughs) to be talking about your chapter and to dive into what you do as well. So everybody today, I've got Ariel Gladden Banning, and she is a business development and client services for Stewardship Wealth Advisors. And we'll jump a little bit into what you do and everything as well today. So those listening can reach out to you if they're interested in learning more. Perfect. Thank you for being a part of the book. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this opportunity. (laughs) Before we get started, we have to share the story of why we're 21 authors, because I think that's so much fun. Originally, I was planning on 20 authors, and I just have to share a little bit about how I put out all these feelers and people have things going on including Ariel. And at the time I had just closed my 20th author, which I'm the 20th, but I closed 19. And Mm -hmm. I get this sweet message from Ariel on LinkedIn (laughs) that says, Hey Galit, I'm so sorry. I've had so much going on. I'm still interested in being part of the book. So I want you to share with them um, right after this. I asked the publisher if it was okay to have 21 ladies. And she said, absolutely. And share with everyone the sweet message that you sent me. Yes. Yes. So when I first reached out, um, you know, I was really hesitant. I was nervous. It was kind of that thought process of you can't be an author. Like people aren't interested in what you have to say, but I kind of went on a whim and went with the emotion of just see what happens. And when we were setting up a time to chat and get some more information, um, I was conflicted again of, you know, you have nothing important to say, not that gets printed in a book and that people read and are, you know, interested in, in learning more about. And so when we had talked, um, and I sent you a message back, I said, Glee, I am so sorry, but your book is not going to be able to move forward with 20 authors because I'm going to be the 21st. And I just rode with it and was really excited about it. And I probably typed up that message Oh, 10 or 12 different times before I actually was able to like hit the send button with the confidence of I'm doing this. I am being part of this process like this. This is happening. (laughs) And I have to share that as life will be, we're busy and we skim through our messages. We don't always read them thoroughly. So I read the first sentence and the first sentence said, I'm sorry. And I'm like, okay, no, no worry. Ariel's out. And then I kept reading it and I thought, oh my God. (laughs) This is so perfect. (laughs) It was so perfect. And I'm going to share that Ariel is our youngest author in the book. And the reason I'm sharing that is because we have such a vast array of age ranges Mm -hmm. and our oldest author, wisest author, I like that better. Wisest. Wisest (laughs) is in her 60s. 
So I love that we have this huge range of women and topics and, and cultures and so yes. many different things that are coming. I was telling Ariel before we got started that I have last names that I can't pronounce for the life of me. <laughs> and I have to keep writing them down because we have so many different women that are representing and I love yes. that. So thank you. So let's go ahead and jump in. I had Perfect. to get sidetracked for a second. <laughs> it's a diverse group. It's fantastic. Oh my God, it really is. It, it, it's such a pleasure for me to put this together and be part of it with you ladies. What I wanted to ask first of every author is when you hear the phrase, the successful woman's mindset, what does that mean to you? Yes. So actually prior to kind of learning about the opportunity to be a part of this book, um, I remember it, you know, like it was yesterday, but it's probably a week or two before I had seen your post on LinkedIn. And I saw it because of connection of mine that we share had liked it or shared it or whatever it was. And prior to that, I'd actually been on a walk with my husband. And I said, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now with COVID and the pandemic and not that anything, you know, I think is going to happen to me, but I just can't help but wonder that if something did, how would I feel about my story? What I've done so far that if something did happen, like, and that was my, my story and I had to replay that. And I just kept thinking like, I'm not done. I have so much more that I need to do and I need to accomplish and that I have to say, and that being the keyword is have to say. And so for me, success is, I think it's a definition, you know, by each man, each woman, it depends. Um, and success for me is not necessarily professional. Um, it's personal and then being able to bring that success into other aspects of your life, but just basically overcoming adversities that are thrown your way and just being that much stronger coming out on the other side and being able to look back and go, okay, I went through this rough patch. I went through this, uh, kind of rough chapter. What am I supposed to learn from it? What am I supposed to take from it? And not only find the silver lining, but find the growth that you're meant to take away from that and then move forward, um, with, like equipping yourself better from, you know, going through, I think everything happens for a reason. And what is that purpose? What is that reason? And making sure you're growing because of it. So to me, that's what success is. <laughs> I love that definition. I think that is the perfect definition. And it's been so much fun for me to ask all the authors what the meaning is to them, because as different as they are, they're so similar. And a yeah. lot of the key words have been challenges, overcoming success, what it's defined for you and personal versus business or both. So thank you for, for sharing your definition of that area. Let's jump in. Let's jump into your chapter. I <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I loved, I loved that when I put the chapter titles in order of how I wanted them to be in the book, your title to me was perfect as the last chapter. And to me, it was just as important as choosing who was going to be the first chapter, because that's what we're leaving everybody with. And your chapter title is, This Ends With Me, A Journey of Determination. So I want to know from you why this chapter and why this chapter title, how was it and why were you called to share this with everybody? Absolutely. So I think it goes back to the first question you asked of what is success and how do you define it? And 
you know, I won't give away too much because we want people to read the book to find out more details. But for me, um, it was just that common theme of things just kept getting thrown my way. They kept getting thrown at me. And when I thought I could breathe, finally, there'd be something else that would happen. And I'd have to just get myself through it and work through it. And I think each time I kept saying, okay, what am I supposed to get from this? What am I supposed to take away? What is the lesson? What is the message here? And so just really overcoming um, those adversities. And so that stuck out to me because that's really what's played a role in my success. And um, a lot of what I talk about in my chapter wasn't necessarily um, a result of my decisions or things that I was choosing for my life. It was kind of other people's decisions and what they were doing and those consequences being thrust on me. And so just being in a position of, um, you know, not having a lot of choice in that, of navigating what happened to me, but just making the best of it. And so it just is really, it's really my foundation, to be totally honest. I would not be who I am today without it. I would not be where I am. And while it was difficult while I was going through it, I'm thankful for the experience because I, again, I, I love who I am. I love where I'm at. I love um, the life that I'm living. And I wouldn't have been able to find myself in the way that I did without having gone through those things. So I completely agree. And when they <laughs> read, when everybody reads the chapter, they'll really understand what you mean by this ends with me. Mm-hmm. And right. Let's talk about that just a little bit in general without giving everybody the great yeah. information. But when you say the statement, this ends with me, and it's mentioned in your chapter multiple times, what is it you want people that are listening and watching to take away from just that statement? So if they've had challenges in their life, if they've gone through things that were out of their control in their past, because most people have, it would be nice if we haven't. Yeah. What can we have them take away today, Ariel, from this interview, and of course, after reading your chapter, about their own life? Yes. So there's a couple of things, but I think the most important to take away with This Ends With Me is if you find yourself in a difficult position, um, you feel like you just can't get out of a rut, or you're, for me, um, it was, you know, my past kept coming into play and blindsiding me. And I just wanted to be a normal, healthy living adult. But my past, I felt like was keeping me from being my true self and who I was meant to be. And so it ends with me, meaning you get to make that decision. You get to decide whether you sit in your turmoil and live with that and just accept what's going on in your life, or if you're going to turn it around and you're going to choose to be happy, you're going to choose to be healthy and doing whatever it takes to strive for, um, you know, a a better life, I guess. Um, And just, yeah, it it ends with you of of being unhappy and being miserable. And whether it's a decision of your own or kind of from my situation as other people's decisions forced you into that position, but it just ends with me of, no, I'm, I'm responsible for my life and what happens to it and how I feel about it. So hopefully that answered the question. Don't you, and you can't, or you don't have to answer this, but I I feel like I want to ask it. I know that we have a lot of things that happen to us in our life that are out of control. It's just yeah. what it is, especially when we're children and we're growing up and then we allow other people into our lives. Sometimes it is, it happens. With those listening and watching today, 
what is one of the first things that we can offer them as that first step? Because when we're hurt so deeply and when things have impacted us in such a deep manner, at times it's tough to almost step back from that emotion and that Mm -hmm. hurt. And it becomes, it almost turns into a, it almost defines us. Some people allow it to define them. What can we (laughs) offer them today, Ariel, that will help them recognize that it doesn't have to define them? Yeah. Well, it's funny that you're asking that, or it's, it's purposeful that you're asking this because in writing this chapter and putting myself back in that place and those shoes of what I've been through and reliving it, it's almost a learning lesson for me again, because those emotions get stirred up. Those memories come to the forefront. And I've been at war with myself the last couple of weeks of, um, fighting those emotions back and allowing myself not to be put back in a bad place based on what's happened. And so for me, um, going through all of this and again, almost going through it again is just separating, um, what's real and what's not. And when I say that is, um, emotionally, when we're going through something, our head is spinning, a lot of thoughts are put through our head. And so just what's real in those thoughts and what's reality versus what is just in your head, what's being made up, what are you kind of projecting on yourself or what are others projecting on you based on what they've said or done? So I guess just separating like, okay, um, I'm trying to think like for me, just, okay, you're fine. You're safe. You're good. You're in control of your life. All these other things that are going on and, and what's happening to you it's not real. It's in the past. It's, it's done. You just have to kind of separate the, the reality, if that makes sense. It completely <laughs> we tend to live in emotion that isn't mm-hmm. present today. Yes. We correct. allow ourselves to go back to yeah. memories that do not benefit us. Mm-hmm. We've all had memories that don't benefit us. So we sit here in a place of good, hopefully today, hoping, speaking to those women that have worked through it and they're in a good place today. And then we'll speak to those that are still struggling, but you're in a good place, but then you find yourself continuously or at times being triggered and going back to an emotion or a memory that doesn't benefit you. So what you said was perfect. Hello, you're here today. You're in this place. You're in a good place. What are you doing? Like, I almost yeah. have this conversation with myself. Why are you taking yourself back to a memory that doesn't even exist in your life yes. today? Yep. But for those that are watching and listening that are still in that place, it's time to take that first step. And that yes. first step is that if you can't get yourself out of it yourself, get the professional help, which looks yep. like there's so many different ways that can look. Get that professional help, not your best friend, not your mother, not your significant other. They can't do it for you. And you can't always do it for yourself. Get that Mm -hmm. help so they can give you the tools to use to start taking those steps. Yep. And, and I guess speaking to those women that are kind of in, you know, bad place and need to take that first step is just realizing it's a lot of hard work. It's tough. Um, You'll probably go through some rough emotions, maybe for me speaking personally, it was probably harder emotions than what I had felt before getting help and working on myself. And it was this struggle of 
but it was so much easier because at least I knew what I was doing. I knew how I felt and I knew my situation. Whereas when you're navigating, trying to pull yourself out of the mud and kind of get back up when you fall in and navigate a new area or a new um, person essentially in your life that you, it's unfamiliar and unknown. Um, you're kind of toyed back and forth with being pulled forward and then pulling yourself backwards. So it's a lot of hard work and it's, it's tough. And, um, you know, I've cried a ton, e even still now, like working on it. Cause I'm, I'm a work in progress. I'm, you know, my work is never going to be done, <laughs> but just realizing like, you just have to keep, like, once you take one step forward, keep taking those steps forward because there's never going to be anyone who wants it as badly as you. And you'll be so much better off because of it. And the work is worth it. The work yes, is worth it because then you exactly. find more moments of happiness, more mm -hmm. moments of peace than moments exactly. of sadness. And that's yep. the key. So for anybody listening or, or watching today that's going through these motions, give yourself a pass when you're falling apart, you're crying, yeah. you're struggling because start focusing on the times you aren't versus the times you are. Yep. because they will become more and more. I, I've yes. seen it. I've seen it. I've been there. I know women yep. that are going through it, gone through it are already there. So thank yes. you. Thank you for sharing that Ariel. And thank you for being so vulnerable in this chapter, because I believe that it will make such a difference in so many people's lives and anybody that's experienced anything in their past can walk away from this chapter with ways that you can basically be determined and that this ends with me. And I love that mm -hmm. because I always think about your kids one day, God willing, yes. and yes. that you're like, oh, heck to the no, they're not going to be there and they're not going to be going through what I went through. Nope, absolutely not. It ends with me and I will keep that promise to myself. I will not allow it to be broken. There's absolutely no way. I've done too much work. I have gone through too much pain. I have come way too far for, for that not to be true. <laughs> Total side note. I'm going to be rooting for a TED talk on this topic. Just so you know, <laughs> I think it's oh gosh, too much pressure. <laughs> oh, we'll work on that next. Okay. okay. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. What I'd love for you to do next is share something fun or interesting that you would like people to know about you. Yes. So I I'm really curious by the human mind. Um, to me, it's really interesting. So coming from a background of a childhood that was maybe not ideal and kind of rough, to me, it's really interesting to see how people going through not similar, but, you know, um, you know, less than normal circumstances and maybe a little bit harder of a childhood, kind of how their, their brain connects and kind of what happens and how that carries into their adult life, just because I've, I've lived it, I'm going through it. Um, but as part of that, I kind of am a fan of true crime when it comes to that. So just kind of seeing how, um, you know, as raunchy as this sounds like serial killers and just their upbringing and how interesting it is to see like what they live for and how that transitions into you know, crimes that they commit and things that they do. And so I'm, I'm a huge true crime fan. I love podcasts. I love watching documentaries and movies. And my husband thinks I'm so weird. <laughs> it's actually a very popular interest. So yeah. you tell your husband that you're not, no, he's random. 
<laughs> He's here. I know me. so many people <laughs> that love it from the mind perspective. From, exactly. It's not about liking crime. It's about no. how does the mind work and why does it work that way? And how do we exactly. find this? So I see why you like that. It makes yes. complete sense. Yes. It's not about the details of the crime and what happens because those no. can be really difficult to get through. It's it's exactly the mind perspective and how the mind connects different events and and things in life and how you feel about people into making sense of, you know, these horrific things they end up doing. It's it's just insane. Thank you for sharing that. I would love for you to take a moment and share with everybody what you do in your business. Absolutely. And also how they can get a hold of you if they'd like to talk to you further about working with you. Sure, absolutely. So as you stated, I do business development and client services for a Phoenix-based wealth management firm. I have been with the firm for almost three years now, and my husband actually just joined us as a financial advisor a couple months ago. So it's been fun navigating, working together. We're literally together 24-7. Um, but in my business, we focus on the pre-retirement stage of life. So it's, you know, anywhere from early fifties to um, early sixties. And we're just helping clients navigate who've done a really good job of stewarding their wealth and building it, but just kind of need that extra help um, taking that next step of, Hey, retirement is right around the corner. I'm no longer um, just thinking about it. I'm actually actively planning because it's going to be here before I know it. I've worked really hard how can I preserve my wealth now in, into retirement so that I don't ever have to worry about running out to the last cent in my retirement accounts and, and just basically building plans for clients in that um, age range. Planning. Yes. It's, it's, and it's planning. It is. It's comprehensive wealth management, which includes financial planning, retirement planning, estate planning, tax planning, you name it, we do it. Um, and it's just to yeah, just make your dollar go farther, essentially. So Ariel, you've worked you really work hard. With, do you work with oh. people out of Arizona? We do. We work, we have- 20, I want to make sure I, you make that clear. Yeah, about 20 to 25% of our client base is out of the state of Arizona. Perfect. So yes, Because absolutely. this is going to be everywhere. Yeah, want good point. that's listening <laughs> and watching yeah. that wants to learn more about wealth management, this is your girl and you want to reach out to her. How can they find you? <laughs> How can Absolutely. they get a hold of you online? Where can they send an email? How can they con connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So my email is my first name, Ariel, A-R-Y-E-L at S-W-A dot financial. My firm's website is stewardshipwealthadvisors.com. And you can find me on LinkedIn at Ariel Gladden Banning. And all your information will be on the website. It'll be with the uh, podcast and the video. So they'll be able to get a hold of you very, very easily. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you so much for being part of this book, for putting yourself out there so others can be inspired and motivated to recognize that what we've gone through in our past does not have to define our today and our future, yep. that it's possible to make a difference, that it's possible that it ends with me. Love that statement. <laughs> uh, thank you for being a part of this and today and taking the time to get interviewed today. Thank you, Galit. It has been such a pleasure working with you. I'm so glad that I got this opportunity and 
you know, on behalf of myself, all the women that are part of this book and anyone who's going to read this book and take away something from one or all the chapters. Thank you. You just, it's going to be super impactful and I just can't wait to see what happens. I know. I'm very excited for it. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching another episode of The Successful Woman's Mindset. And if you're listening, thank you as well. My name is Galit Ventura Rosen. You can learn more and purchase the book at either thesuccessfulwomansmindset.com or online at Amazon or any other online book retailer. The name of the book is The Successful Woman's Mindset, 21 Journeys to Success. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Successful Woman's Mindset with Galit Ventura Rosen. If you like the show, make sure to click the three dots and share with your friends. If you could take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe, it would be amazing. Don't forget to visit www.thesuccessfulwomansmindset.com to learn more about the book and the authors involved.